Financial residency podcasts are brought to you this week by weatherbyhealthcare.com. Just as the right advice helps you thrive financially, the right support team allows you to excel professionally. Weatherby Healthcare's locums experts will match you with the best jobs, prepare you for success, and provide 24-7 support. The bottom line is that working locums with Weatherby helps you earn more money and take better control of your career. If that sounds like music to your ears, head over to weatherbyhealthcare.com payday to get started. Hi, and welcome back to Grand Rounds with Dr. Tammy. Oftentimes on the road to financial independence, you play offense with your investments, real estate, or other things to try and build your estate, but it's just as important to play defense and protect the things that you've already accumulated and have in your life. Today, I have asked Sean Robinson with Brush Creek Partners to join me to talk about the exciting world of insurance. Hey, Sean, how are you? I'm doing well, Tammy. How are you doing? Good. I know there are a lot of things to know about insurance, and you know we've even had a show dedicated entirely to disability insurance, but there are many kinds of insurances that we need in our life to try and protect us, thinking about life, umbrella insurance, auto, home, you name it. Sean, can you kind of start us out and maybe we can start with the life insurance? Talking about life insurance, right? There are tons of different products. Some are way more sophisticated than others. Primarily what I do at Brush Creek is I almost only write term life insurance. So some of these other products, variable life, whole life, I don't write. Personally, not a big fan of whole life insurance. I just don't think there's really a need for it. I think term does and serves pretty much the same purpose with not paying the gigantic amount in premiums that come with whole life. But uh, that's a topic for a different day and get somebody that sells whole life insurance and it's like arguing politics, but life insurance for a term standpoint, right? So let's talk about your standard risk, why you should buy life insurance or term life insurance in this case. Term life insurance is a policy that has a fixed number of years and a fixed death benefit. So if you want to purchase a million dollars in coverage for 30 years, you will be locked into a premium for 30 years that you'll pay. And in the unfortunate situation that you pass away during that 30-year period while the policy is in force, your death benefit will be paid out to your beneficiary, whether that's a spouse, a kid, a trust, whatever it may be. Now talking about life insurance and when a good time to purchase is really you want to use it as a tool to take care of debt and financial obligations, but also as an an, an income replacement, right? If you work and you're the sole provider for your family, your wife stays home, two children, if something happens to you, how are you going to have your income replaced? So those are all things to think about when you're thinking about purchasing a term life insurance policy, how long you want the policy to go for, how much of your income do you want replaced or that your beneficiary would want your beneficiary would want replaced consider things such as the debt on your home what you owe on your mortgage credit cards car payments those are all things to kind of take into consideration when determining what kind of face amount you want to buy with a policy. Obviously, if you're a higher earning occupation, you're going to have more income that needs to be replaced, but not necessarily having to purchase a 
policy with a larger death benefit, right? If you've got investment accounts that are doing well, if you've got you know money in the bank, you might not need to replace as much as you know somebody that owes a million dollars on their house, spouse doesn't work, et cetera. There's so many different factors that go into it. I know you've advised us before, and we've talked about it before, about stacking life insurance. Can you kind of explain how that works? So stacking life insurance policies, it can be a sound strategy in the terms of you want to kind of layer your death benefit over a period of time, right? So if you want to purchase $2 million of term life insurance over a 30-year period, you may also want to consider purchasing $2 million of life insurance over a 20 and a 30-year period. And what that would mean would be splitting those policies. So a million is on a 20 year and a million is on a 30 year. And so what this will do is essentially provide you with the full $2 million in coverage over the 20 year, first 20 years of the policy. And then it'll also give you a million dollars through years of 21 through 30. As you get older and as you, you know, start to age and your kids get older, your need for life insurance really decreases or theoretically should decrease. So, you know, if you're 35 years old, you know, those first 20 years are really important. You have kids, you you have, you know, outstanding debt. You, if something happens to you, you need a policy that's going to be able to take care of those debt considerations. But when you're 60 and you're 25 years in, you know, that extra million dollars might not, you know, mean as much then. So... Yeah, hopefully your kids are gone, house is paid off, and you're just trying to get through retirement at that point or, you know, protect your significant other to make help them through it. That's right. As far as, say, umbrella insurance, can you maybe talk about how that might protect somebody and do you recommend it? What kind of things does it cover? Absolutely. An umbrella policy is something that I view as a necessity, not just for high earning occupations, not for executives or affluent clientele. I recommend an umbrella policy for everyone. What an umbrella policy is, it's an excess liability policy. This means that on your homeowner's insurance, your auto insurance, if you own a boat, if you have a rental property, any personal insurance policy where you have an underlying limit of liability, An umbrella policy will cover over the top with an additional million dollars, and it increases from a million. Some carriers can ride all the way up to $25 million. Wow. The reason why this is important is because if you were to exhaust your underlying limits of liability, let's say on your auto insurance, you have a quarter million of uh, of coverage per person and half a million dollars of coverage per accident for your bodily injury liability. If you're driving down the road and you're on the highway, you look down at your phone, you hit a guy on a motorcycle. He falls off here in Kansas. Motorcyclists aren't required by law to wear a helmet. This guy gets hurt, goes to the hospital, racks up $300,000 in medical bills. Well, you only have $250,000 in coverage. So who's paying that extra $50,000? the insured is. Now we have to take into consideration that guy's significantly hurt. He might not be able to work. He might be disabled, whatever it may be. Well, he's going to go get a personal injury attorney and they're going to file a lawsuit against you and the insurance company. And if there's no excess liability, 
an umbrella sitting behind there, you could potentially be coming out of pocket for everything else wanting a settlement. So let's say this injured motorcyclist goes to court and they award him another $500,000 because, you know, he can't walk anymore or whatever it may be in that situation you only have a quarter million dollars in coverage for $800,000 worth of liability and bodily injuries. So an umbrella policy is important because it, it, it protects your hard fought asset. And it's something that it's really is your first line of defense. There's no better or cheaper way to protect yourself and your family um, from a liability standpoint than by having one. And again, I recommend them to everybody. I view them as a complete necessity. And then I know personal insurances, any recommendations there when you're talking about, you know, the auto home boat, do you try to keep it in one place? Do you try and get those separately by individual, you know, insurance companies? How do you recommend people go about that? Yeah. So normally the carriers will offer pretty hefty incentives for quote unquote bundling your policies together. I would say the majority of the time this makes sense. Sometimes you can split packages and find a homeowner's insurance option that's lower than the market, as well as an auto option with a different carrier that's lower than the market. And financially, it makes sense. That's if you're working with a broker or an independent agent or somebody that somebody such as myself. Captive carriers will not be able to do that. A captive carrier would be your state farm, farmers, American family, any sort of insurance company where the agent works for the insurance company. So the state farm agent works for state farm. He can only quote state farm. So if you have your home and your auto with state farm, he can't you know, split that policy and give you state farm for the home and something else for the auto. Independent agents such as myself, we have direct contracts with the insurance companies that allow us to quote their products. So if I'm going out and quoting home and auto, I can pull rates from 20 different insurance companies. And if it makes sense to split the package from a financial standpoint, you know, hey, if we move the home over here, it's going to save $800. And if we move the auto over here, it's going to save $400 below market, then we'll absolutely do that. But the majority of the time, the carriers offer hefty enough incentive to, to keep those bundled. So, Okay. So how would you recommend people go about trying to find an agent? Do they just go online? Do they ask their best buddy? Is there a preferred way to find an agent? Absolutely. So there are a lot of different ways you can find an agent. I always recommend just ask around, ask your family, ask your friends, hey, who does your auto insurance? Do you like your agent? Do you know your agent? Do you have a personal relationship with them? You'd be surprised at how many people end up, you know, having a connection to somebody who works in our field that manages their policies. So asking around, it's a great start. If you're moving to a new city and you don't have those connections, a Google search will work. You can just type in insurance, independent insurance agent in blank city and look for one with good reviews, look for one with testimonials, and obviously when you're talking to them, just make sure it's a good fit. If they're going to be over salesy and pushy and you don't like that, then call around, find somebody else to work with. But those are two pretty good resources uh, and ways to go about finding an independent agent. 
Okay. And I know you, you have treated us very well and you've always been available to answer our questions and kind of helped our son out of an emergency recently. If people just wanted to ask you questions or, you know, if someone was looking for an agent, how would they get in touch with you, Sean? Absolutely. So of course you can always email me and my email is Sean at brushcreekselect.com. And that's Sean, S-E-A-N, brush like a paintbrush, creek, C-R-E-E-K, select.com. You can call and reach out to me on my cell phone. My phone number is 913-669-9296. Just shoot me a text, say, hey, this is so-and-so. Yeah, I listened to you on the podcast and I have some questions regarding my personal insurance. I would love to be a resource for anybody out there who might have questions or might just want their policies reviewed. My philosophy is I don't fix what isn't broke. If you have a policy that adequately meets your risk, there's no need to fix it. If I review your policy and you're driving around with state minimum liabilities and you're an ear, nose and throat doctor, you know, it's <laughs> yeah, yeah, probably need to update that. Review your insurance first. Make sure you have an umbrella policy and look for things in your policy that might stand out to you. You know, make sure your cars have comprehensive and collision deductible on there. If you are assuming you have full coverage, feel a lot of the time people don't, you know, take the time to, to look at what they actually, and they forget, or they assume, you know, I've been with so-and-so carrier for 10 years. And if something happens, they're going to take care of me, but that's not always the case. And policies become outdated or they don't get reviewed often enough. Things fall through the cracks. So if you want to review, happy to do it for you. I appreciate it. Well, thanks, Sean, for being on the show. I know you told me before the show even started that, you know, insurance isn't always all that sexy, but it is important. So thanks for coming on to tell us a little bit more about it. Thank you for having me, Tammy. Absolutely. Well, thanks to my audience for listening today. And I hope you'll all join me again next week for Grand Rounds. If you're ready to start boosting your earning power with locums, head over to weatherbyhealthcare.com slash payday to learn more.